Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. It is March 4th, 2022. Welcome to Wrestling Inc. After Dark. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, your host, joined by Alfred Kanawa and NYC Demon Diva Issa tonight to talk about the classy yet seductive world. Of professional wrestling we're going to break it down blow by blow beat by beat not go too fast not go too slow we're going to do it at a medium pace just the way you like it here on wrestling inc after dark welcome to the show my co-hosts smackdown rampage alfred what'd you think of the shows tonight uh, good to be on the podcast here at the quiet storm on wrestling inc motion in the ocean is always something that is preferred and i thought both shows were very sexy glenn both shows were very sexy. But classy. Sexy very but classy. classy. Not trashy. Yeah, both shows were uh, very, very on the mark in terms of being professionally produced, professional wrestling program. I very much enjoyed it. True. Issa, did you enjoy tonight? Uh, tonight's night of softcore wrestling. Wrestling for couples. I, yes, I definitely did. I had a great time. I enjoyed the entertainment. I enjoyed the professional wrestling. I enjoyed a lot of things. I thought it was a uh, well put together program for everybody's viewing experience. It's true. I was sports entertained and yet they left me wanting more, which is really the best thing you can say about three hours, three hours. Some might say too long. I say just the right length of sports entertainment. 1000% Very professional timely. Absolutely. Yes. So Alfred, before we hop in to the uh, hot action, tonight that we saw on SmackDown and Rampage. What's in the news? Yeah, a little bit of floor play with the news here. Let's start with that. WWE Network, they have immediately shut down operations in Russia in response to the controversies and atrocities going on in Russia with Russia and Ukraine. Uh, they released a press release that read that the move eliminates access in Russia to any WWE programming, including the company's weekly Raw SmackDown and NXT shows, its on-demand library, and all of its premium live events, including WrestleMania 38. So WWE Network, at least for the time being, no more in Russia. What do you think about that, Glenn? Well, I think it's important that uh, there are actions and repercussion for those that do any form of entry without consent. And I uh, applaud WWE for taking that stand. It's <laughs> a great take. I, I can't even follow that up, Alfred. I'm going to be very honest with you. Uh, Glenn here worded it perfectly, but I'm, I'm very happy that they did something about it and that they're taking action. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so, um, WWE um, 
very much uh, making it clear their stance. And uh, you know, what can they do? That's uh, that's all they could do. So uh, very good on WWE for that. Uh, moving on to a potential WWE superstar. Uh, heard a lot of different things about Cody this past week. The latest is that Cody Rhodes is uh, apparently on I mean, WWE creative is being told to work on storylines for Cody Rhodes, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. He's heavily rumored to be headed back to WWE, and so now internally the belief is Cody Rhodes uh, will be doing something with WWE, and at least the writers have been told to prepare for him coming to WWE. It looks like they're aiming for the Raw after WrestleMania for him to be one of the big returns, which would kind of make sense. Um, I've said in the past I would like him to be on WWE TV as soon as possible if he didn't land him, but the Raw after WrestleMania would be another uh, good spot to be if he can't be at WrestleMania or if he's not going to be in WWE anytime soon. Uh, there were also reports this past week from Bodyslam.net that said talks fizzled out, but it does seem like it's all systems go with Cody Rhodes in terms of internally, at least. Isa. Uh, I think that whatever Cody Rhodes is going, they need to take advantage and capitalize on this, like, right away. Because in wrestling, this week's news are all news next week. And if you wait too long, everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah, that guy. Because he's not the buzz that he has going around him right now is in, is insane. And I think any company, whatever he ends up, they need to capitalize and put him on TV as soon as possible. And I would say, WWE, don't be so thirsty. You're going back and forth. You're talking about it. You're saying, hey, maybe we should get together sometime, hang out, make some plans, do some things. And you're seeing the dots, but you're not getting that text back. Don't make the plans until they're confirmed. And even then, don't overdo it because then potentially you might be disappointed. I say, WWE, Cody, be spontaneous. Live in the now, baby. It's 2022. We're swinging. What if Cody uh, fell asleep? I've fallen asleep typing a a text before. So maybe that's why you're still seeing the dots. Maybe he just fell asleep and forgot to hit send. Let's just hope that he's not just teasing us like this. Give us blue, you know what. But um, I would like to Oh, they're playing playing just the tip. Definitely playing just the tip. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely playing just the tip. (laughs) Our final news story is uh, AEW Dynamite's ratings were flaccid this week. Which is 966 thousand viewers on tbs of course tony Han, khan had hyped a big announcement which uh, i do think helped the viewership uh ew dynamite was happening re- pretty much at the same time that there were major developments within ukraine so world news did dominate in the ratings it was the next game on that did very well in the ratings and AEW down slightly from the one million mark they did but uh, it has to be something of a disappointment considering last time tony khan really hyped something up it did a very good number the best number of the year in fact for keep please debut with 1.1 million, but uh, 966,000 for AEW Dynamite, Glenn. Tony, first off, 52 weeks a year, there's bound, bound to be some times where you don't knock it out of the park. It happens. But hey, Tony, AEW, performance issues can happen to anyone. We've all been there. Sometimes we get up in our heads. Sometimes we're distracted. World events, man. World events sometimes, you're thinking, you know, I want to do this, but my head and my heart just aren't fully in it. And sometimes you don't get those perfect tens. You don't get those rave reviews, the five stars. And I say, Tony, it's okay. And you know what You know what AEW needs is their sponsor, Blue Chew. Because, guys, it's 2022. And wrestling is horny again. We've established this. You've got these thoughts. You're watching these shows. You're thinking about it. Sometimes you're thinking about it so much that when it's time to step up to the plate, you can't start that new year off with the bang because you're, you're thinking about professional wrestling. You're thinking about AEW and those flaccid ratings. We all know the confidence could take you far in the life, but 
if you don't have it in the bedroom, there could be problems. So here's the deal. Blue Chew's unique online service delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them day, day or night, anytime. You can plan ahead. You could be ready whenever that opportunity arises. You could say, hey, it's Wednesday. You know what that means? Taking my Blue You get Chew to stay up late. Exactly, hey. exactly. And Blue Chew makes it simple. The process is so easy. You sign up at BlueChew.com. You consult with one of their licensed medical providers. Once you're approved, you'll get that prescription within days. So you order it during Dynamite. It's there by Rampage. You're good to go. The best part, it's all done online. So no visit to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no having to explain that, you know, I just can't give what I used to because I'm so concerned about AEW and Cody and WWE. Doc, I'm distracted. You don't have to have that conversation. It's all online. No waiting line at the pharmacy. And Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA. And isn't patriotism so important here in this day and age? Plus, it's prepared to ship direct to your door in a discreet package. And hey, with Blue Chew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman. Because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. So make that lasting impression. Forget the first impression. Let's make that lasting impression. Get off the couch. Get back to work. If your tool needs an upgrade, go to BlueChew.com and... Use our promo code WINC. You're going to get your first shipment for free. You're just going to pay $5 shipping. You're going to get to try it. You're going to get to use it. You're going to get to enjoy it. Bluechew.com, promo code WINC. There's nothing sexier than confidence. We all know this. Yeah. you can help have, you get it back. I have a question about our sponsor, Bluechew. Yes. Let's say that Alfred has a young lady waiting in the waiting room and he Love has this. finished manscaping and he decided to take a blue shoe. What will be the waiting time for this young lady? So it does vary depending on your metabolism. But the nice thing about chewable as opposed to a pill, it's convenient. And you can do it discreetly. You ever try and dry swallow a pill discreetly? No, it doesn't work. But chewable, right. you could be doing your thing and you could just, you know, you could be just like, oh, hey, I'm nuzzling on the ear or the neck of, of your, your man or your woman. And uh, you could just kind of put that in, just chew it right up, right there. The, none the wiser. It's your secret weapon. And when you use that promo code, so he can he can blue shoe while he manscapes, basically. He could, he could, so he could knock it out wow. together. Wow. You know, that's very tempting. Yes, I. When you manscaped, when you manscape, I think sometimes it helps to be able to. I'm not going to finish the sentence. You all. No, no, finish the sentence. I want to hear the rest of this. No, please. you got to. I don't know what you mean, Glenn. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I don't either, Glenn. You're going to have to spell this out I'm to me. I'm very confused. So please tell me. What do you mean? Hmm. <laughs> How can I put this tastefully and tactfully? Because that's what we're all about here on Wrestling Inc. After Dark. Oh, yeah. Um, I think much like when you're getting your hair cut, sometimes the barber will, you know, put your hair through their fingers and then like put it at attention and then do the trimming. I think you don't want to be dealing with bunched up hardware while you're trying to manscape. You really want to make sure that left, right, up, down, that you can really guide the directional stick, as it were, to uh, keep it out of the way. So, so hardware. Hardware is the keyword. Yes. Key okay. How hard are we key talking? Well, I think the harder the hardware, the better for your software. See, this all sounds great, but I honestly don't think I'd be able to fit in my own rating room if I ever took a blue shoe. You know what I mean? Well, Alfred, that sounds like a challenge. You'll have to report to us back here on Wrestling Inc. After Dark. After you go to BlueChew.com and use that promo code WINC to get your first shipment free, just pay $5 shipping and handling. We thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. 
and look at the Bluetooth challenge. That is uh, all the news, uh, by the way. And uh, I think we're looped up and ready to go. I think we're primed. I think it's time for action. Let's start with SmackDown. And man, talk about starting it off hot. Sometimes, sometimes you want to start it off a little cool, a little warm, a little bit of a build. But oh no, tonight, starting off hot with the announcement that we're going to have Roman Reigns on screen. Paul Heyman hyping Roman's presence. Uh, we know that we're going to have the Viking Raiders tonight versus the Usos. They were just giving us a taste, just giving us a tease, giving us an exhibition of everything we were going to see when they got down to it tonight on SmackDown. But then did they deliver with the WWE Intercontinental title match with Ricochet versus Sami Zayn. Now, we all know it's not about the destination. It's often about the journey. But tonight, that payoff, that finish to the match, Ricochet with that pin. I was excited. Yes, I was excited as well. I, I actually called this on my pre-gaming stream, not trying to, you know, toot my own horn, but I said Johnny Knoxville needs to call Sami Zayn their title. That match does not need to happen for a title. Why not give the opportunity to somebody else? Very excited for Sami Zayn. The match itself was incredible. Both of these guys were making each other look so good. It was just so enjoyable that I even kind of like frowned a little bit when Johnny Knoxville music hit because I did want them to go on a little bit longer. Maybe they should have taken blue shoes. But overall, this was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to see what they do with Ricochet. But props to WWE by spicing things up in WrestleMania season. We have Finn Balor win the US title on Raw. Now we have Ricochet win the, the IC title on SmackDown. You know, guys that supposedly WWE had no plans for are now holding titles. What do you know? <laughs> So, Alfred, where was your excitement level at during this match? Uh, very extremely excited, especially after I saw Ricochet win that. It, like, blew my load early because it was the you know, first match, such a great finish. And uh, Ricochet winning the Intercontinental Championship, one of the best finishes, I think, of 2022 because it's long overdue. And I'm, uh, I'm very long overdue. I'm talking extra large overdue. And I'm glad to see this man win his first championship. I think he's going to be a great Intercontinental Champion. And I agree with Issa Holy in terms of Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn not having to be done for a title. I think it would have actually devalued the title. Uh, but, uh, you know, I love Sami Zayn, but it's more of a kind of comedy thing. And it just fits his character to win this title, brag about it, and then immediately lose it. And they're giving Ricochet push, and I love it. It's very good. And Sami Zayn learned something we all know is that uh, when it's a time of action, a distraction can be perhaps the worst thing. And Sammy, I feel for you, brother. We've all been there. Yeah. We've Try all to been use there. some soft music, you know, soft music. I've heard about this or happening. You know. Maybe think about baseball. Something. Yeah. Something. But yeah. Johnny Knoxville interfering in this match, taunting Sammy Zayn. Ricochet's pin move tonight, and perhaps I'm the prisoner of the moment, but we all know sometimes your, your most recent high point seems like the best. Uh, Ricochet's finish tonight, I'm going to put in the top three Ricochet maneuvers of all time. Yeah. Wow, of all time. The, all the way time. he did that pin with the flip? It looked amazing. Yeah, with, uh, you know, kind of yeah. an ode to, to Ray where he just did it. And it, so quickly in terms of Rick and Rana, I think that uh, is a move that he should use, you know, more often. But I thought it looked really good. But I don't know about top three all time. He's got some, Ricochet's got some banger moves that he hasn't even gotten to break out in WWE yet. That was smooth tonight. Very smooth. Yes, very smooth. Very smooth. Hopefully, and very we effective. get to see 
Yeah, hopefully we get to see some of those moves from Ricochet as Intercontinental Champion. We'll see what kind of run they give him. I tweeted about it, and I am here for a, a multi-man ladder match at WrestleMania for the IC title like they did at WrestleMania 32, WrestleMania 31. Bring it back and let, let these guys just go at it like wild animals. But tastefully, that's the key. But tastefully, of yes. course. Always. Uh, this was a very good match. Highly recommend watching this tonight this will probably excite you more than any other video on the internet and yes i know the websites that you're thinking of this this was better uh this was absolutely fantastic so glad to see this love seeing Sami Zayn. just furious after him versus johnny knoxville is going to be a high point and very entertaining at wrestlemania i'm actually looking forward to it more now under these circumstances so i think they did a good job all around so Alfred, how did you feel when Austin Theory showed up tonight? I was uh, pleasantly surprised to see Austin Theory uh, take, show up uh, and confront Pat McAfee. I thought that was actually a pretty well-done segment, all things considered. But, you know, according to what we've been hearing for the past week or so, the word on the street was that it would be uh, Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee. Who knows? They still could work him into this WrestleMania match, but it looks like functionally, it's going to be Austin Theory versus Pat McAfee, which I think is going to be a better match functionally. Uh, it's not going to bring 100,000 people into a building, but it's going to be safer. I think it's going to be better than people realize. And I thought Pat McAfee did a good job in this uh, segment. It's been a good week for Pat McAfee. Yeah, Absolutely. definitely. I was not surprised. I am just so I was so relieved that they didn't do this at Pat's show and they actually let that be a sit down interview where we got to learn so much about Vince McMahon. I really, really enjoyed the fact that he ended up just being a real interview and he just made him the offer as a business offer. I enjoyed that, but I figured tonight we were going to have to start seeing the teeth of who this person is going to be. And nobody made more sense than, than Austin Theory. I personally wanted to see Corey Grace in a little announcer versus announcer thing since Corey is clear. But I'm not going to complain about Pat versus um, Austin Theory either. What if we get the odd couple tag team of Austin Theory and Vince McMahon? Who would you pair Pat McAfee with, Issa? Shinsuke Nakamura. Ooh, I like that. Alfred? Shane McMahon. <laughs> I said what I said. Shane McMahon. I don't, I don't think you understand that the winner of the Theory and Pat match gets adopted by Vince because he's now looking for a new son. So yeah. I don't think that that's a possibility. <laughs> Brian Barry with the 499 Super Chat saying the CM Punk and MJF feud is getting me hyped for Sunday. CM Punk promo tonight was off the chain. Brian, don't get too hyped. You don't want to yes. peak in crescendo too early. Yeah. Save it for very Sunday. Embarrassing. It's true. And they're, and and they're that doing way. a good job building toward that. Yes. Now, or if you're going to do it tonight, so Saturday you're in your uh, refractory period, and then come Sunday, you're good to go again. <laughs> Don't tell him when to do that. He'll come whenever he wants. It's not be Sunday. He can come on. Unless well, you're beer. Yeah, if you're beer, you know? if you're beer, you never come. Okay. <laughs> I gotta find out beer secrets. Maybe he's taking blue shoe. Blue shoe. <laughs> blue shoe should should be the sponsor of this beer vignette. <laughs> yeah. Brian Cyrus, $2. Are they airing the Madison Square Garden show on Peacock tomorrow? Not that I know of. They should, but yeah, it didn't sound like they are. Brian, some things are so special. You, sh you can't, nor should you film them. It should just be up here. The memory. It's a private show. 
Absolutely. Uh, so Antoine Fair, <laughs> PF got some awesome. I don't even know what what what's that stand for. Before I say it out loud, what does PF stand for? <laughs> no, no, no. The other part. Oh. Uh, is that typo for vids? I think it's a typo for vids because the C and the I. I think he's saying some awesome videos. Uh, tonight, uh, Ricochet versus Sammy was better. Better than anything you'll see on any website on the internet. High praise. Unless it's, yes, absolutely. Uh, Terry Allen Jr., $5.30 saying, uh, did you trio see up, up, down, down, play 2K22? New presentation with the camera movement and the flow was clean. I'm glad. I haven't seen it yet. I need to check it out. Yeah, me too. I, I saw it was on my dock, and so I'll check it out eventually. But uh, looks yeah. that game looks like a lot of fun, actually. It looks like they took time, attention to detail. Sometimes you need to kind of screw up in order to get back to basics and realize what you need to do better. And that uh, debacle with WWE 2K 2020, I think, uh, forced them to be on their game this time around. <laughs> Alfred said they took their time. Yeah, two freaking years. So I will hold <laughs> <laughs> you got to take your time sometime, Issa. <laughs> like we're it. all about here on wrestling inc after dark uh but <laughs> i would say sometimes uh, as a wise man once said when you were starving someone could give you a cracker and it's the best cracker you ever had in your life but have it a couple times and you say wait these are just plain old crackers and that's been my experience with every wwe video game in recent memory uh brian barry 499 asking who would y'all have win that match between mjf and punk mjf uh, I think for this match in particular, it should be Punk just based on the fact that MJF, you know, destroyed CM Punk and just how the storyline is going. I wouldn't have a problem with MJF winning. I think they'd really put him over, but I just see CM Punk winning this match. Why should it be Punk? Why should it be Punk? He's the idiot that fell for it. Let him sure, pay his yeah. lesson. Let, let him and, learn and his lesson. He should have not fallen for it. I think that'd make him look even worse as a babyface, though. You're really kind of burying him for not only to get duped by the heel, but now he's losing after getting bloodied, and it's like, what's Great. the point maybe, in having another maybe match? Maybe we turn him heel. Then maybe finally we turn him heel, and, and he can stop being happy to be here, CM Punk. It'd be a lot of fun. And if they turn him heel, they'd actually kind of validate MJF for... It's like, MJF exactly. would say, see, I told you, but is that what you want to do? Yeah. Is, do you want to validate MJF? Because then people might yes. want to start cheering MJF if he's always got a good point about these guys. Yes, anytime that we validate MJF, I am here for it. Not that I'm biased or anything. It's not that MJF is my favorite AEW wrestler, nothing like that. I'm just saying. Not that you have a scarf or anything. No, no, I don't have a Burberry scarf that I wear every Wednesday. Not at all. Stephen Marcuccielli, 499, asking how you would feel about Cody leading an invasion angle similar to the NWO intro with Scott Hall. Same way I feel about any invasion angle in wrestling. Just don't do it. I've, I've yet to see one that they really pulled off. There's just too much politics in pro wrestling. The idea of an invasion angle is good on its face. And sometimes they begin really hot. But I just think over time, and we saw how AEW really fumbled with this Forbidden Door thing with Impact Wrestling. They didn't even start that invasion, uh, let alone finish it. And so I just um, would not feel good about an invasion angle. The one-man invasion. No, because he would come with his dog. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. Um, so Louis Louis Calderon, dollar ninety nine. Issa Residente versus Jay Balvin. Pick a side. Renee is fire. Uh, Jay Balvin. There you have it. So, 
Back to SmackDown tonight. Naomi versus WWE Women's Tag Team Champion Carmella. Naomi getting that win. Naomi and Sasha building momentum towards their chase for the women's tag team titles. I thought this match was a little short. thought it could have gone much longer. Yeah. Very short. It was like a pretty much a squash match. It was just a showcase for Naomi. You would have never known that Carmella was a tag team champion. Um, but it looked good for them. I, I really am excited about the prospects of Team Bad being tag team champions because yeah. I feel like they could really kickstart this division. Unity. I love seeing Sasha Unity. and Naomi matching, looking like a tag team already. One week built and they already look better than most tag teams in WWE. Yeah. Um, I, I am personally excited for this match. I, I really just, I'm glad that they're doing something with Sasha and Naomi. So, um, but yeah, the, the match was very short, but it was good to see them on my screen. Yes. Reunited. And it feels so good seeing the two of them back together, uh, backstage, happy Baron Corbin was playing poker with Mad Cat Moss and some of their friends. Where was the NXT guy? Dune, where was he? It's true. It's true. Duke Hudson's poker room doesn't travel, apparently. Yeah. Home games only. Just... <laughs> Took his gimmick. Oh, yeah. That's... Yeah. Poor guy. Yes. Uh, and we came back to that throughout the night. George Devine with a $5 super chat asking the question, why promote the Madison Square Garden show so much just not to air it? Roman cut a promo tonight about how they tried to set up the intrigue of who'd Brockface and just not to show it. I mean, hey, sometimes you got to brag about the things it's you got going on. It's to sell tickets. It's to yeah. sell tickets. Madison Square Garden, six, 16,000 people, and you have millions that could be watching in New York City. You just want to sell the tickets. And the last show they did at Madison Square Garden did not do well, and the tickets were pretty slow for this one. And WWE, particularly Vince McMahon, take pride in when they go to Madison Square Garden. They want it to be a yes. sellout every time. It's their home base. And um, and I do think it would be a good idea to air this. They have aired house shows on WWE Network before, with like a pay-per-view theme. And I just think the theme of Madison Square Garden would be enough to air it. And I think that would get people excited to go to these house shows if they knew that they were going to be on programming. If you wear it, you're not going to sell tickets. Why would I go if I can watch it at home in my room? Just like once in a while. Yeah, I agree. I'm not always doing it, but for this special one right. to just show people on there. Yeah, I, I agree that you want the house show to yeah. be at the house show. But if you have a big thing, people are going to want to be on TV. I Treat think it like a if, soft you have, pay-per-view. if you have more than 5,000 tickets sold, then maybe you air it. But you don't want to air a house show from Madison Square Garden looking half empty. It's just not attractive. It's not sexy. And we're not about that here. It's true. Sexy, tasteful, but sexy. (laughs) That's the key. So, Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. Alfred, what did you think of this match? It was exactly what I thought it would be. It was just all Drew McIntyre. It was was okay. Promo was cute after. (laughs) He said cute. Was it sexy, though? It was not sexy. It was a cute promo. It was an adorable promo from Drew McIntyre after. You guys remember when Drew and Jinder feuded over Drew not texting Jinder back and then like he broke his motorcycle and then the whole sword. This is what started the whole sword movement. I'm also thinking like Shanky was out there. Beer has to be watching in whatever universe he's lost at, watching his two former friends being on TV and he's just still trying to make it there. I feel bad for the dude, but yeah, a showcase for Drew McIntyre. I guess we're going to get McIntyre versus Corbin at uh wrestlemania because i'm assuming they're gonna build a lot of one-on-one matches since it's two nights but these are two guys that i wouldn't mind seeing in that multi-man ladder match for the ic title 
happy Baron Corbin needs to keep playing poker until he loses everything. That's the <laughs> that's he's what a, I was hoping he's a gambling happen. master. Yeah. Yes, it did seem like that's where the logical conclusion would be. Uh, Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura, stars of the new Toyota Tundra commercial, came out tonight. And uh, they went to the ring, but the Usos attacked them from behind, destroying them and leaving them laying. Sad ending to uh, crowd favorites coming out to entertain the crowd. I don't know. This might be setting up the Usos next field. We might be getting Bulls and Shinsuke as a tag team, finally, which is what everybody's been waiting for. I personally think I'm going to start ignoring my life's problem the way Shinsuke has ignored that he lost the IC title. I think that's the right approach. <laughs> yeah, they've been a tag team for a while now. They've felt more like a tag team than they have Shinsuke being yeah. an IC champion. So now let's just make it official. Right. But Bruce if we're going to really interrupt he got attacked. Yeah, if we're going to interrupt, it's got to be for Roman Reigns. So, of course, everybody get out of the way. The champion is about to come out. This very interesting showcase moment tonight with Roman and Paul Heyman out there again, putting over the Madison Square Garden show, uh, hyping up the Usos. Issa, I want you to remember tonight, taste, tasteful, classy. I, I'm going to let you prep while I go to Alfred for his reaction first on the second. Okay. Uh, Roman Reigns did a, a good job building to a crescendo. I felt like he didn't uh, do it too early. It was very well paced. And then finally, when it was time for Roman Reigns to explode, he did so in a manner that I felt uh, was it was very arousing uh, to some people. You know, I'm not speaking on behalf of myself, but I'm sure a lot of people were aroused by the way Roman Reigns really got hot and bothered toward the end of that just, promo. Just I, at me, bro. Just at me, bro. Paul Heyman couldn't even be near him. He, he had to back away and give him his space in order to explode. That's how much the explosion was. So it was a very, very something to behold. And fellas, here's what I want you to do after you do that Manscaped Blue Chew combo with uh, your special man or lady. Just, uh, you know, chew that tablet, Manscaped, wait 30 minutes, walk in the bedroom and uh, naked and say, acknowledge me. 30 minutes. That's, that's a lot for the waiting room. I mean, I'm going to have to add some books in order for somebody to wait. Everyone's, but everyone's metabolism is different, Alfred. But I'm saying wait that extra time. So you're, if you're going to say acknowledge me. I mean, you really want to make sure you're at 110%, as Lou Ferrigno always gives. Uh, John Cena's bald spot, $5. (laughs) It is surprising that they're using one of Brock's matches on a show they're not airing. The other couple times he appeared on house shows, they aired it. That's not true. I have been to a good five, six, seven MSG house shows that Brock Lesnar was a part of them that were not aired. The only one that aired was the one that he fought the big show. I've seen him wrestle a lot of people in MSG that was not aired. This one, they're just taking the time to promote it because the ticket sales were slow. Yeah, it's very rare for WWE to air these house shows. And, mm-hmm. um, they did They did one for, what was it, uh, the one in Tokyo? Oh, uh, Beast, Beast in the East. East. Yeah. Beast in the East, yes. Which is what Alfred calls it when he visits the Eastern Seaboard. <laughs> That's what I call it after I take a blue chew. There you go. So, Issa, your tasteful, classy response to this Roman segment. <laughs> I was thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> 
Listen, it was beautiful. It was amazing. I love the promo. I love the intensity. The way that this man is over before he hits that acknowledge me line, and I knew this thing was going to become a thing, but the way that the crowd was chanting for him, they knew it was coming, they're waiting for it. Maybe when we eventually get that baby face turn, it's going to be huge, but I feel like it's getting there now with him as a heel. I love what he had to say. I love the threats. I love the, the intensity, but listen, it was um, better than a blue shoe for me. There you go. Uh, and remember, Blue Chew exclusively for men, but women or, or partners, male partners, will also enjoy it as well. Uh, Brian Cyrus. Women, if you if you need any help, just watch Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Cyrus uh, with a $5 super chat saying that, yes, they did also air the Beast in the East house show, also the Madison Square Garden show where he faced the big <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Is the big show. Is? I the think that was show, a typo. Okay. Right. Typo. Those letters Damn, are correct. nowhere near each other, at least the T and the W. But hey, what are you going to do? Uh, we did have the Viking Raiders versus the Usos. And this is interesting. After the match that was supposed to happen in KSA uh, that did not happen. Um, tonight, this was not really much. Not really much to this match. All talk. Little payoff. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was a good time for what it was. I don't know why it couldn't happen in Saudi Arabia, but I mean, it was the same result that we knew was going to end up happening. There yes. was one point that there was a very close call, like a very close kick out for the Viking Raiders. I didn't suspend my disbelief, but I was like, oh, if I didn't know better, I would have thought they could have won it there. But I, I didn't think the match was not enjoyable, but I don't know why they waited so long to finally give us the match. We knew the Usos were winning. Why drag it out this long? Yeah, I thought the near falls were very well done. That's what was yeah. the best part of this match to me. But it did suffer from the fact that I don't think anybody bought that the Viking Raiders were going to win this match because of how horribly they were booked throughout this feud where they were just getting dominated by the Usos. Yeah. And uh, there were a couple of issues in terms of I felt like they were a little off with each other. Um, but, you know, they did a lot of good stuff too. I just think for the way they've built up this feud and how long it's dragged on, if ever there was something that was calling for like a 30 minute main event, it would seem that they've built this like it's that type of feud. And I don't feel like they've uh, given the Viking Raiders their full due in time to shine. And I say that as someone who doesn't really care for them as a tag team, but right. do do more with this for how you've treated this like this was a really big deal, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so Seamus versus Big E with Big E and Kofi Kingston riding out on their quad and, uh, well, the quad got destroyed. Ridge Holland and Seamus attacking, hitting Kofi, the match not happening. How are you feeling uh, about Rich Holland, Alfred? I think he's promising. I don't know, but it's good that he's with Sheamus, but he's just kind of stuck in neutral. I, I just don't feel that they know what to do with him outside of just put him with Sheamus. And uh, in terms of the new day, like people are complaining because this week it was announced that Drew McIntyre is facing Happy Corbin and people think that it's beneath Drew McIntyre to have to face Happy Corbin. But it's like, what's the new day doing at WrestleMania? They're here. We're very close to WrestleMania. And they're now feuding over an ATV getting destroyed. Like, these are two world champions. One of whom was a world champion within the last month. 
And yes. you talk about a fall from grace. So it's like, what? this is what I think is the egregious uh, scenario in WrestleMania. I, I don't know if they're going to have a tag team match at WrestleMania, but I don't know if this is a good start to WrestleMania season for the New Day. Yeah, yeah, sadly, Alfred, it has been two months since he was world champion. It's just so fresh in our mind because he hurt so much how, how badly yeah. they treated Big E. But it was on day one, and we're already in yeah. March, which is insane how long it has been, and it's never been addressed. It just happened with the new day. I think um, they're probably better off moving Kofi to Monday Night Raw because the Monday Night Raw tax division is a lot more happening right now than, than the SmackDown one with, you know, RK Bro. You have um, mm-hmm. seven, what's his face? Riddle, like, you know what I mean. You have all of these yeah. people that are fighting on a triple threat on Monday. I personally, I'm enjoying the tag team division on Raw Alpha Academy. Maybe I would like to see New Day involving that over there. So maybe they were better off moving Kofi to Raw. I, I don't know what they're doing. I was looking forward to Big E running somebody over with the ATV, but that didn't happen, sadly. And also, if we're going to give New Day an ATV, it's got to be better than the standard Home Depot off-the-market reg. They've got to put unicorns and, you know what I mean, colors, neon, ice cream. And a pancake drawer. A pancake drawer. Like, as they come out, this ATV needs to be throwing pancakes. Like, we need to to, to call Exhibit and pimp this ride. Like, now. Yes. Well, I just made a very old reference. I feel like I work for WWE. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> pimp this ride. Pimp your ride is timeless. That's a timeless reference. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Thank you. It's Alfred. true. Sony Deville versus Ronda Rousey tonight in the main event with uh, SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair on commentary. Sony Deville getting a great entrance. Ronda Rousey coming out. Huge reaction from the crowd. This match went probably how you expected it to go. But that being said, even with Ronda winning definitively tonight, Issa, what did you think of Sonya's performance? Sonia, what did I think of Ronda Rousey? This is your weekly reminder that this woman just gave birth and like she mm. was looking fire out there. I think this is yeah. the best she's looked since she came back. Tonight, it felt like Ronda from a couple of years ago, from the attire to the way that she wrestled to the way that she looked to. I thought she looked very confident, the most confident we've seen her from the opening promo that she cut to what she looked like in the match, to when she was making Charlotte tap out. I think she told her her feet stink. Like, it was, I enjoy this Ronda. I don't know what she did. She said, your feet stink. Please hurry up and tap out. I I really, this is the most I enjoy Ronda since she came back at the Royal Rumble. Hopefully, we continue to get her as we build towards WrestleMania, um, because then it will make people just, I personally enjoy everything that Ronda did. And it takes two to tango. Good for Sonia, but I was more interested in the, afterwards when the match ended three minutes early i knew there was going to be some kind of confrontation between ronda and charlotte and i was actually a, a little bit into that more more than i've been since the match was announced so maybe they are doing a good job you gotta give them credits for starting to to get some momentum going for this feud now it's being announced that both women's title matches are going to be on the same night so they got to step up their game or bianca and becky are going to take the main event right from them yeah absolutely and uh, alfred what do you think of this match the aftermath of this with flair coming into the ring and then ronda still looking dominant i thought this is perfect this is exactly how you use ronda rousey more with less uh, i thought ronda looked incredible uh, you know when she came back at the royal rumble she was in kind of a bodysuit so which is completely understandable so i'm just thinking like she's had a baby probably looking to get her body back but she got her body back and then so she had the crop top going and looked great 
in terms of somebody who just had a child. And so it's good to see that she's all the way back, confident. And uh, I thought the ankle lock is a great uh, wrinkle. And I do think, I tweeted this, that I think they should do the Brian Danielson thing where they were making a big deal about how she's got another move and she's not a one-trick pony. But I yeah. think she should have a different, because you know she knows a bunch of submissions yeah. that are legit, that are like UFC-level submissions that they should introduce every single week um, leading up to WrestleMania so that you know that she could finish in any single way. And people are always better idea. when they can finish in multiple different ways. Yeah. Now, uh, to that end, Alfred, when you're trying to entice uh, a potential date at Apple T- Applebee's back to the, the waiting room and then ultimately the Nasty Nest, do you put like a Jericho and list off all your moves for uh, your potential yes. uh, mate for the evening? That's, that's exactly what I do, Glenn. It is a long list. And um, the arm bar is the uh, most popular move that I have. Oh. Moving on to AEW Rampage. No, wait, uh, before you move on, I just want to give a special shout out to Charlotte Flair's fit tonight on point. She looked extraordinary. She, she looked Flair. stupendous. Stupendous. I think Sasha Banks is the best dressed person in all of yeah. WWE, maybe even all of wrestling, but I go back and forth with her and Charlotte because Charlotte slays yeah. All in all, though, I guess before Rampage, uh, Alfred, do you first did SmackDown leave you feeling satisfied yet wanting more? You know what? It's a good question. It was one of those things where it was like maybe an hour into the show, I was satisfied, but I was ready to go again. And I, I feel like I didn't get to get satisfied again. So maybe early on I was satisfied, but I didn't get that round two that I really wanted. Issa, how quickly would you text SmackDown after tonight's date? Uh, I would text SmackDown right away. And wow. ask for Roman Reigns contact. Be like, yo, share this contact information, please. There you go. <laughs> Scooby1961 with a $5 super chat asking, where is Raj? Perhaps he had a few too many drinks. He is the number one wink podcaster. Raj, we said tonight, Raj, we're doing wink after dark. And we're going to keep it tasteful and classy, a little seductive. But we're going to cover cover wrestling from the softcore perspective. Wrestling appropriate for couples. And Raj said, I'm all about the hardcore, baby. Yeah. I can't do it classy or tastefully. That's just not what I'm about. And unfortunately, he has no place on Wink After Dark for that reason. Raj is a freak. He doesn't do softcore. Guys know one speed and it's hardcore. Absolutely. That's why call him hardcore Raj around here. Oh, I'm looking forward to the text I'm going to get probably at one in the morning tonight. Uh, so AEW Rampage was live tonight. We've Always makes such a huge difference. Always yep. makes such a huge difference going into even the hype that I feel watching Rampage when it's live. It's completely different. It's like when you take Blue Chew and when you don't, when you don't take Blue Chew. Rampage took Blue Chew tonight. <laughs> this was a Blue Chew Rampage. I, I agree. Yeah. It's like sometimes, you know, you're talking to your significant other on the phone and they're just like, oh, you sound so good. And I'm like, yeah, but wait till we're live, baby. Wait till we're face to face. Yeah. Nothing compares to live in the flesh. Yeah. Moment. Absolutely. In the moment, especially for the crowd. The crowd was alive because you don't have the crowd hungover from watching three weeks of, I mean, I'm sorry, three hours of Rampage plus Dark. This, this crowd was ready for this. And it, it actually, I felt like this show, based on the crowd, got me a little more hyped for Revolution than what I was prior to going into watching Rampage tonight. So good job. Well, and speaking of which, I mean, what more hype way than to open with a three-way with Sammy Guevara, Andrade El Idolo, and Darby <laughs> Allen for the TNT title? 
Nobody you know loves what they the say freeway. about you know what they say about freeways. Yeah. What do they say? <laughs> I can't say what? it. <laughs> Please tell us. Tasteful but classy. <laughs> no, we I'm, just, I'm just thinking I'm just thinking of the Lonely Island hit single freeway. Oh. Yes. That's all I'm thinking about. But as far as three ways go, this one was smoking tonight because these three gentlemen tore it up in the ring. This could have been a pay-per-view yeah. match. It should have been in the pay-per-view. One thousand yeah. percent it should have been, but the TNT title doesn't make the pay-per-view because why? Hmm. I don't know. But Alfred, what did you think of this? And what did you think about the ending with Andrade taking that pin and Sammy still the TNT champ? Well, that's exactly what I kind of expected because they are teasing Sammy and Darby long-term. I mean, they already had their match, but they're still kind of teasing these tensions and they're going to be on the pay-per-view tomorrow, I guess, um, you know, as is Andrade. I thought Andrade was fantastic in this match, by the way, yeah. as were the other two. And in terms of a match getting this is awesome chance, like we've seen matches that when the bell rings, they get this is awesome chance. So I'm not counting that. In terms of a match that authentically earned a this is awesome chant with the wrestling, this is like one of the quickest I've ever seen to where – I think, like, even Taz called it out. I think, like, two minutes into this match or three minutes into this match, it was getting this is awesome chance uh, because yeah. it was that good. And they just, I mean, I thought this was incredible. How they, much like Batman, which is incredible. Everybody go watch Batman. I saw Batman last night. It lived past the hype. It just gets right into the movie and just goes for about an hour and a half. It's just nothing but action. And then the second hour and a half is a little slower, but it's still a very great movie. This was a wrestling version of Batman to me. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I haven't seen Batman yet, so no spoilers, please. No, no spoilers, spoilers, but it's incredible. Um, I really, really enjoyed this match. I thought it could have been a part of the pay-per-view, no doubt. But if you want to start making Rampage must-watch television, live is it's one part and giving us matches like this is another. Um, I'm still making fun of Sammy Guevara for carrying both belts. Like One of those belts is like the FTW championship, but like, it doesn't count. You do not have to carry both of them. I'm not sure why he's still doing that, but good for him, whatever. Maybe he might be compensating for something. I'm not sure. That's not what I'm here to talk about. I think that this is the best Andrade has looked in AEW in a long time. I love seeing this version of Andrade. Was rooting for him to win, but overall, this 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 was one of the best triple threat matches that I've seen in, in the last few months. Yeah, it was very good. Very, very good match. Uh, look forward to seeing where they go from here with this. Although we are going to have Barbie and Sammy on the same team with Sting in a three-on-three match. Sammy's got an appetite. He's a freak. He brought a belt, two belts to a three-way. It's usually a belt or a three-way. He brought two belts to a three-way. That man's got an appetite. Alan Jones with belt the- <laughs> <laughs> all of mine have been non-title non-title three ways oh, you know oh, me i mean afterwards i might have done a little flexing you know and just sort of you know walked around doing a parade wave because you know i was feeling confident i was feeling i was feeling like the champ but you know no titles were on the line yeah for no me there's there. always something on the line always hey. <laughs> There's a super chat, Glenn. There's a super chat. Alan Jones, $5 <laughs> super chat. Raj is making burner accounts asking where he is and saying he's number one. We're on to you, Raj. <laughs> oh. oh, I miss Raj. 
but he couldn't keep it classy and tasteful. So he couldn't no, be here. Tonight. Too hardcore. We'll do a hardcore podcast. Yeah, the hardcore. There'll days. be like some, there'll be age verification. Like you'll have to sign oh, into yeah. YouTube to watch that video. You know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll stream that one on P-Hub just for, you know, the, the raw and censored commentary. Could be like a cam situation. So, uh, Pack and Penta Oscuro in the ring following the commercial break. And Eric Redbeard has aligned with Pack and Penta against the House of Black. Now, were you pleased by this surprise, Isa? Yes. This is how you do it. Stop hyping them up and let just people surprise us and show up. And, and it just felt so much better than, you know, being announced and people, you know, not being happy with what they end up getting. I'm happy for Redbeard. What I really want to know is, did his spider get signed? Is Redbeard's spider mm. all elite? Because if there's one extra spot for the Faith of the Revolution ladder match, it should go to that spider. 100%. He wouldn't even need the ladder. The spider could just make a web, climb the web, and win the title. That's what I want to see. That's how you put wrestling. Done. Love it. I love that. Oh, can we talk about how House of Black was standing in, like, when they were cutting their promo? They looked like a cell phone signal. It was like, like, it was so funny. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry. That's all I could think about. Now I have that image in my mind. They really did. I know. <laughs> I like they all dressed Matthews. up in suits. Yeah, but Buddy Matthews, man, he looks like he's been part of House of Black since day one. What a great addition. Yeah. I, I did think that Alex Abrahante is doing all his stuff. It does make it into a bit of a cartoon. Like, they're really yeah. playing it straight. And Abrahante is cutting that promo. And he's good. He's a good character. And in his real-life skin is just fine. I think I love his enthusiasm, but... Him in that goth costume just, just it was like, weird. they're really doing this seriously, and I cannot take this gimmick serious with him doing this. Yeah, he was a little too hardcore for me tonight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, druids aren't sexy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Long types depends. of robes. That depends. That depends. On the situation, you know. Maybe if I'm at Ren Fair, you know, and there's a cauldron... And we're like recreating the opening of Macbeth. And yeah, sure, Druid. Like, you know, I'm down. It's all good. (laughs) But just tonight, it did look a little out of place. Right. Uh, John Cena's bald spot, $5. (laughs) Saying AJ Styles no selling his attack on Raw to make super chats. Yeah, shout out to AJ Styles and the super chat. Shout out to Alan Jones. Alan Jones, in case you guys didn't know, I touch his hair. Any chance I get to talk about touching AJ Styles' hair, I will bring it up. Now, here's another theory on AJ Styles. What if he got hit so hard in the head, he doesn't know where he is, so now he's just wandering around all these wrestling platforms, and he finds himself in the Wrestling Inc. Super Chat. Maybe he forgot. Maybe he has, like, amnesia, and somebody like the doctors and, like, his family is making him watch wrestling podcasts so they hear them talk about him, and he gets it back. (laughs) I hope we can help him. I hope so. AJ, do you remember when I talked to you about your hair? Tell us in a super chat, Alan Jones. Yeah, please, Alan Jones. Let me know if you remember. So, Keith Lee versus J.D. Drake. Good showcase for Keith Lee tonight. J.D. Drake uh, looks like Bushwhacker Kevin Owens. Um, (laughs) Not that there's anything wrong with that, J.D. I I understand. You know, sometimes, look, we've all all been there. Uh, You know, husky boys with beards. I get it. 
it could happen to the best of us. But Issa, how do you think the Bearcat looked tonight, Keith Lee? Uh, he's always going to look great. This match didn't really do much for me. I was excited to see him wrestle, but I could have waited until the pay-per-view to see him wrestle again. But, hey, listen, they signed him, and all we see him is do backstage things, so why not get him out there again in front of a live crowd? Um, fun match, short to the point, simple. It, it's not going to hurt anything. Um, I just think that with the show being live, maybe maybe I'm just not too familiar with J.D. Drake, but I would have been more enjoyable to see him against someone that we see on television every week just to put the stakes a little bit higher and showcase him more. But I'm always going to love seeing Keith Lee, and I hope he wins the ladder match on Sunday. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm rooting for Keith Lee. Like, my heart says Keith Lee. My head says that they might give it to Wardlow based on how they've been booking the storyline right. and even talking about how if he wins the TNT title. So clearly they have plans. But I think, you know, Keith Lee was super over. It's important to get him on TV wrestling. To Issa's point about the backstage segments, like, you do not get a feel for just how much he can connect with this crowd yeah. than when he's in a live setting. And I just think Keith Lee matches are so fun because not only is he so impressive to watch, but you've got all these great chants for Keith Lee that are very unique with the Keith Lee whoop yeah. whoop, the Bask in his glory chant is great. And it's just a whole experience to see Keith Lee. And I thought, you know, it was great against Isaiah Cassidy because he could throw him all around the ring. But with J.D. Drake, he's a bigger guy. So when Keith yeah. Lee throws him around the ring and slams him, it looks more impressive. So, so impressive. Basic showcase. Yeah. But I thought Keith Lee was great. And just holding him for, like, extended periods of time to flex and show how strong he is. Keith Lee's feeling himself. And I like this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I Drake just, just want to see him cool. win because I can only imagine the way he's going to eat freaking Sammy Guevara all over yeah. the place. Like, I need to see yeah. this match. <laughs> yeah, Drake looks very old school, but I thought that worked well tonight. Yeah. I thought that was good. Uh, D. Will, $5 super chat saying, we need to heal Big E versus heal Kofi versus Woods and Mania. Also, Glenn, Coop, yeah, we couldn't grab a drink when you moved to Vegas. I'm moving to Houston tomorrow. Well, D. Will, have fun in Houston. And, you know, uh, hey, if these trends keep going down, maybe we'll all rock these outfits for a wink, ink, uh, wink after dark meetup around perhaps money in the bank. And it'll be straight up. Yes. 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 Yeah. Double or nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. That that doesn't even make it to YouTube. We have to take it to a different place. Yeah. Yeah. The wink after dark pajama jammy jam. (laughs) Yeah. A good time. Why would we need a heel Biggie versus a heel Kofi? One of those guys turning heel, I think, would be a bad idea. But you turn both of them heel for a WrestleMania program. What? Who would that help? Yeah, I don't want the new day to ever break up. Or if they go heel, let them go heel together. They go face, let them go face together. My last hope in believing in friendship and trust is the new day. If they wow. end, it's over for me. Over. I love very well said, and I, I hope they are paying attention to that because they don't want to ruin friendship. Because they're not going to ruin them; they're going to ruin the concept of friendship if they break up the new day. I agree with that. Sure. I'll never I, talk to anyone. I'll never trust anyone if the new day breaks up. It's true. My heart is hanging by a string since Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman separated, <laughs> because that for me was my uh, pinnacle of true love. And if the new day can't make it work, what hope is there for the rest of us? Did they? Was this recently? Because I didn't even know they separated. That breaks my heart. A couple of years ago. A couple of years ago. Oh, that's but we've seen the pandemic has brought some couples back together. So perhaps there's hope. I mean, Jason Momoa is going back to Lisa Bonet. There's so a lot of options out there. The dating thing is slow with the pandemic. And do you think with Jason Momoa, it was hard for him to date because he kept getting mistaken for Roman <laughs> Reigns? 
because people keep thought he thinking it was Roman Reigns, and then they were disappointed when they were like, "Oh, you're Aquaman." That's not as yeah. It's like, "Oh, you're just Aquaman." Roman Reigns from which that come? He wishes. He wishes he got confused <laughs> for Roman Reigns. Please. I can see the. I can see the resemblance. I, I can. I can see it. Did you not see that Super Bowl commercial where he took everything off and revealed his real looks? Yes. Don't believe everything you see on TV. <laughs> so after Keith Lee won this match, we had the Professor Serena Deeb's five-minute challenge with Layla Gray, who did not past the five minute challenge nobody's gonna but there was an attack after and Shida hikaru Shida is back the kendo stick yeah she was looking great yeah good to see her i feel bad for her because she said that her favorite times in aw is sitting in catering so i feel really bad that they pull her from catering to come be part of this segment that's that's what she enjoys so why pull her out of that um i'm excited for that i thought this too really really brought it when they had their feud i just don't understand why anybody i mean anybody is answering this serena deep's money on this she's got to put money on the line like spider-man like spider-man when he wrestled macho man because otherwise i'm not going out there why would you do that why would you do that to yourself it wasn't macho man it was one of the goat wrestlers bone saw right right you get what i broke it i'm sorry i broke it you get whatever <laughs> I'm enjoying these five-minute challenges. I hope and I, I trust that they're going somewhere in terms of a big debut, being the person who beats her, whether it's Ember Moon, Tony Storm, or whatnot. Uh, and I want it to be under a mask. I want it to be a complete shock until they reveal themselves. That. But, but I, I'm very excited for somebody, Do you think somebody should beat her? Because right now she's the only credible contender that you're building for whoever, well, Jay Cargill, Jay this winning on Sunday, or Thunder Rosa or Britt Baker. I feel like you have nobody else built up. The only person that has any momentum is Serena Deep. So I personally wouldn't beat her right now so that she can contend for a title in the future because you have oh, yeah. run out of women to contend for this title. Yeah, it does not have to be right now. This is something I want to see right. go on for. It's kind of like John Cena's open challenge where it became this thing. Like, right. Who the hell is going to be John Cena? And you just keep this thing going. And you could use it to build her up. As, I mean, it's, it would be weird to build her up as a number one contender by beating a bunch of rookies because it's like the five-minute rookie challenge. So that's I mean, one that, thing. But that's what Jay Cargill did. <laughs> I mean, yeah. She, well, she, it's, 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 but they're telling us explicitly that she's challenging a bunch of rookies. Like they're saying right. this is a rookie challenge, which I think it would be good for a heel to earn a number one contendership by beating a bunch of rookies. I think that's hilarious. I think that'd be perfect. I know. And uh, <laughs> But I want this to go on for as long as possible. And then when they're ready to beat her, they should make a big deal about it. Yeah. No, absolutely. Agree. I think it's great that she does back. I think she looked absolutely fantastic tonight and uh, very curious to see what they do from her, uh, do uh, with her from here. Uh, but he said, to your point, have we heard any stories yet about AEW catering and how that compares to WWE catering? I mean, based on what Eddie Kingston said tonight, AEW's catering oh is popping. Like, he made me yes. want to go hang out at catering at AEW when he was talking about those pies. Reese's peanut butter pie? That sounds like Yo. it slaps. Oh, my mouth started watering. Yeah, what'd you think yeah, of I that, uh, Kingston tonight? I love Eddie Kingston on the mic and I really, really, he, I'm not, it's not that I'm rooting for him. It's that he has to win this match on Sunday. There is no other option for him. He's already lost too many of his feuds and I can see Jericho being the one that he finally beats. Um, I thought it was funny because while he cut a pretty serious promo afterwards, he was like, yo, let's go eat this pies at catering with Tony Schiavone. Like, like he's not even bothered by Chris Jericho right now. And I kind of like pop for that. I hope he wins this Sunday. 
it was such a likable and relatable thing to do. It was such a babyface move. Him eating pies with Tony Schiavone. It's like, how you can't be any more likable than that. So he's clearly the babyface in this feud. I, too, want him to win. And, and the fact that they had that stipulation where he Jericho has to shake his hand. And this would be a good avenue he's to turn Jericho's deal. He's not going to. Yeah, exactly. He's gonna, Jericho's going to kick him right in the balls. He's not going to shake his hand. I could see that, you know, because that's a big, great way to turn Jericho heel is that if he loses and he doesn't shake Eddie Kingston's hand, just snaps. I could absolutely see that happening. Which, while we're at it, uh, shout out to Jericho because the show went off the air and the last sentence that we heard was Jericho screaming, I'm going to kick your ass this Sunday, Kingston, yeah. which I thought was funny because he didn't get a chance to respond. So he's still thinking, let me put over my match real quick. That's literally the last words we heard going off the air into Revolution. <laughs> yeah. yeah bro. And uh, what do you think of CM Punk's promo? Yo. PG Punk went off, son. If this is the CM Punk I've been waiting to see. This is the CM Punk I wanted to see since he came back. And while I understood that we were all so happy to see him, myself included, I needed the intensity. And the fact that it brought it out of him that, that MJF pulled his own move on him, and now CM Punk knows, oh, I'm messing with another me. I'm going to have to step up my game. The way they recorded the promo with the bloody T-shirt still on, I wonder how Brian feels about CM Punk wearing his merch out there and getting it all dirty. <laughs> Just a ton. But I love this. Might have been one of my favorite, if not my favorite, since he came back, CM Punk promo. Yeah, for Punk was yeah, on point. It was really good. I, I kind of wish this would have been live, to be honest, but he was incredible. He was on, you know, they, everything they've done, every single thing they've done throughout this build to this match with MJF and CM Punk has been a home run. I, so this, they, they've done a good job. I thought the blood looked a little fake. I thought it was a bit much in terms of the bloody on his shirt. It's clearly caked on. But, you know, that's a, just nitpicking. I thought it was a really good promo from CM Punk. But I will say, I've been tweeting, I've been very vocal about it. This should be the main event of Revolution. This oh. is the match that you actually oh, wow. took three, four months to build. You had three months to build up Revolution, and a lot of the fuse started being built two weeks ago. Not CM Punk and NJF. They should be the main event of Revolution. I rest my case. Mm. Tough match to follow. May God have mercy on who has to follow this match. Nobody, because it's going to be the main event. Otherwise, I riot. And by riot, I mean I'll roll my eyes a couple of times. But you know what I mean. <laughs> well, compare, uh, Tony Khan already announced that the world, because AEW loves making those world titles the main event, which, you know, they probably should. But he's already they gave a blood and guts. They gave blood and guts the main event in the past before they gave it to the world title. Sure. So yeah. just... just just saying, just saying, this is one of the best fields, non-title grudge fields that we've seen in modern wrestling in a long time. It deserves its spot. It, it definitely. Come at me, Tony Khan. They, they could do Come like a lights out thing, but um, yeah. Come at me, Tony Khan. Should be the main event. NYC Demon Diva. With a one. With, with a one. With a one. Johnny Barnes, $5 Super Chat, saying tonight's theme has been priceless. I'm glad you're enjoying Wink After Dark. What theme is that, Glenn? It's, it's sexy, but tasteful, and classy. Yes. I love our rope, by the way. I love yeah. our rope. Yeah. For a lot of other podcasts out there, you know, they might use ribald language. They might uh, say inappropriate things, but not here. We mm -hmm. keep it classy. Oh, we never say anything inappropriate. Not on Wrestling Inc. Ever. It's very respectful. It's all very respectful. Very wholesome. Yeah. Very wholesome. Uh, so let's watch talk us about... with your kids. Watch us with your kids. Well, 
Mommy, what's a blue chew? <laughs> Watch us and then go conceive some children. I think that's really. <laughs> there you go. There you go. We're trying to set the mood. After you've had your softcore wrestling for couples, suitable for couples, you can enjoy that together. You can enjoy the oh Wink podcast. God. And then it's the magic hour. It's go time. You make it happen. Go time. Go time indeed. Uh, so, face of the revolution qualifying match Christian Cage versus Ethan Page. Hey, that rhymes. Uh, yeah. For the final spot in the ladder match at Revolution this Sunday, Alfred, what'd you think about this match? Solid match. I mean, it's funny because it's this main event qualifying match between two people who are not going to win this ladder match, uh, but they made the most out of it. And uh, it's good to see Christian finally get a match. Has he wrestled in 2022? No. He He's just to. been standing around he hanging out with Jurassic Express. Yeah. This was Marshall, Tony Khan's favorite 2.0. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he just hasn't been doing much. So I was just happy to see Christian out there wrestling. He looks good, and he's one of these guys who I think is is always going to have some level of uh, star power in terms of him being in the ring. Uh, but yeah, good to see Christian back. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell you, you know, we opened Bye. tonight with a three way. It was extended. It it went on and on and on. It was wall to wall action. And then we had a straight to the point, intense, but you know, fast without rushing, insistent yes. without being pushy. It got the job done in a record amount of time to go off the air, and I appreciate nothing, that. Nothing premature here. You know, sometimes things could go on too long. This did not overstay its welcome. No, Isa, your thoughts? It didn't. Um, it was a fun match. Like Alfred said, I even sent out a tweet like, oh, Christian wrestles? Like, that's new to me because he hasn't been <laughs> wrestling. I'm glad that he's not injured because that's what I was thinking. Is he like healing from some kind of injury that we don't know about? He looked great. He always looks great. It's fun to see Christian in the ring and it's fun to see him in a ladder match. While I don't think he will be winning, it's never a bad idea to add Christian to a fun, exciting ladder match along with the other names. I think this ladder match is looking extremely spicy and it's going to be a fun match um, at Revolution. So it was it was a fun time. It's true. You know, I appreciate spicing things up in the wrestling ring. I don't think we do that enough these days. You know, and I like the additional partners, you know. That's uh, something that's very underrated in terms of all these people in one ring at the same time. <laughs> a lot of people came out too after Christian won. Like, talk about all yeah. A lot of people joining in. We had a lot of yeah. people joining in. I just hope they're all practicing proper safety and taking precautions. No, there was no proper safety. Did you know, see that crazy dive? There's no proper <laughs> safety. They're just going at it. Got to be heat of the true. moment. It's yeah. true. We had the, the Bucks come out. We had uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. And uh, yeah, crazy times to finish Rampage yeah. tonight. going to be a good pay-per-view. going to be a very, very good pay-per-view. So revolution happens I on Sunday. That, I thought that outside of the CM Punk and JS segment on Wednesday, I actually felt more hype finishing Rampage than I did finishing Dynamite when it mm. comes to the pay-per-view on Sunday, which they do it live. They always do the Rampage live. But I remember attending the one before Full Gear all out, I don't know, and I didn't feel as hyped as I did after tonight. I thought they did a really good job with tonight's show. It was a fun time. It went by fast, easy to digest, you know? So you like Rampage because it made you finish faster? No, I like Rampage because it made me excited for what's to come. Oh, very interesting. 
sometimes you have to leave them wanting more, Alfred. Yeah. Or, or is that not your policy at the Nasty Nest when you send them from the waiting room and you're like, hey, uh, I'm a rambling man, you know, don't don't fall in love, don't get attached because <laughs> this might not happen again. No, no, no. Everybody's a satisfied customer here at the Nasty Nest. I make sure he has that, a questionnaire. Uh, he has a questionnaire. He fills out, <laughs> and then he's like, he he has two 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 decks. Call them back, not call them back, and you know how it goes. So there's a questionnaire. <laughs> SurveyMonkey.com. Shout out to them. It's an exit survey that everybody takes. She's absolutely right. It's like the emails I get. WWE wants your feedback as part of the fan council. Uh, what was your high point? Like no, yeah. no, you do. I get those too. And as soon as you say something negative, they're like, thank you for your opinion. And like, you don't want my opinion. This interview is over. Yeah. It's like, well, you we're not going to storylines. Storylines and you put bad and they're like thank you you have completed the survey and it's just like don't you want to know why i think it's bad like i always feel like why email me why email me bro <laughs> so sunday night revolution wrestling inc will cover it live after i have no clue who's doing the coverage but i hope that like tonight it's classy and tasteful yes i don't think anything could be classier than what we just did tonight uh, but oh no one of our try. shows yet Joe Care taking this out. Oh, if you've made it this far, this won't offend you. Uh, $5 <laughs> saying my small package caused my wife's false finishes. So I applied some dirty deeds and finally got her over. I was excited. So I yelled, who's next? I love That's you, beautiful. Joker. He shouldn't have had That's to pay beautiful. for that. We should pay him $5 no. for that. Yeah. Thank you, Joker. That was a perfect, wow. perfect super chat. Wow. Creative. Talk about creative. I love it. So there you go, folks. Everybody have a great weekend. Keep it classy. Keep it tasteful. Take proper safety precautions. And uh, we will join you back here next time on Wrestling Inc. After Dark. Until then, take care. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.